0: What's going on, everyone? Do you want to start making more money betting the same player props you're betting right now? If so, you've got to sign up with Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy lets player prop sports betters have a brand new experience that's so much fun. So here's what they do. Thrive Fantasy offers daily fantasy-style contests, and you build your lineup with player props. It's so much fun. They also offer a player prop parlay system under the prop lobby. And what they do here is they pay out better parlay props or prop parlays than anyone in the industry. So if you've ever tried parlaying together a player prop on DraftKings, FanDuel, any of these places, you're going to get paid more for every bet you make on Thrive Fantasy. Check them out online or download the app that's Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. Also want to thank Better Edge. Better Edge allows everyone out there to start betting vig free. So what I always say is if you start betting vig free that's the same thing as saying you're betting risk-free. Get rid of the risk, get rid of the minus 110. Start betting fairly with better edge. Online B-E-T-T-O-R-Like sportsbetteredge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free $20. That's betteredge.com. Promo code SBD. What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday. Today is May 4th. It's Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Alrighty then. I've only seen one Star Wars in my whole life, so... I don't want to be swimming. I don't want to stay in my lane here, alright? Let's let's be careful, but... Yeah, happy May the 4th to all you out there. On today's show, it is uh, Deep Dive Wednesday... Uh, concept Wednesday, I should say, and every Wednesday we take a look at some uh, uh, different concepts. Today we're going to be looking at uh, it, it's it's about how to camouflage bets, how to disguise bets, because this is a, a problem that I run into, other professionals run into. It's not enough just to win; you've got to camouflage your bets so they don't identify you as a winning better. So we'll talk about that on today's show. But you know, like we've said before, Wednesdays are for more advanced betters. And today's show is certainly for advanced bettors. I mean, there's not going to be that many people who have to deal with camouflaging bets, hiding bets, or anything like that. So if you do ever have to do that, we'll tell you kind of how to approach that on today's show. Or you can just sit back and and kind of understand and appreciate how other people get their sports bets in, how professionals bet. Because look. Most people listening to this podcast right now have no issues getting bets down. Whatever you want to bet, however much money you want to bet, there's usually not a problem. And for people who you know, who I talk to, my friends, you know, uh, old coworkers, whatever it may be, who don't do this professionally, who just do this for fun, whenever I tell them that I've been kicked out of sportsbooks, I've been banned, my limits have been lowered, I always get the same response, which is they're always shocked. Like, what are you talking about? Why would they do that? Why would they ban you? But the thing is. Sports books, they're, most sports books are run by hypocrites, thieves, and I don't want to be general because I'm not saying that every person who runs a sports book's is going to hell, but what I'm saying here is that the art of running a sports book, the way that sports books work by definition, they have to invite people in, make it seem like it's easy to win, come on in, we'll give you bonuses, we'll give you perks, we'll give you free bets, we'll give you boosts, all this stuff, but the moment any sports book realizes you know what you're doing and you're going to win, they'll kick you out. Okay, so this happens over and over. This has happened to every single good sports better I know. It's happened to me. I've even signed up. Well, let's be careful here. My girlfriend has even signed up at sports books and gotten my advice for what to do. And she's been banned from certain books, okay? Uh, And I mean, hell, I can give you a list right now of certain books I can't bet at or people who I've used to bet can't bet at. Uh, Points bet. Bet Fred, Bet MGM, uh, an, an offshore bookie that I used in Alaska. I've been banned or my limits have been lowered from all these sports books. And again, th- these are popular books. And I've heard things about DraftKings that they are really tightening the screws. Now, for me, the one the thing is, when you use a ton of sports books, when you're a part of 20, 30 sports books, it's pretty inevitable that some books are going to go up, some are going to go down. You know, you're going to win at some books, and you're just not going to win at others just based on how numbers work. And what's kind of funny with me is for some reason, I, I get killed with DraftKings. DraftKings does not think I'm a winning sports better. <laughs> so I haven't experienced the tightening of the screws with DraftKings that others have simply because for whatever reason, I'm down right now in, in DraftKings for the last four to six months, whatever it is. Okay. So I haven't dealt with that. But the point is here that sports bet or sports books will really do everything to avoid dealing with professionals. They'll they'll ban you. They'll lower your limits. They'll ask you not to bet certain sports. That's happened to me before. Hey, Mr. Walgie, your business is welcome here, but you can't bet hockey anymore or whatever, you know? So that's what they'll do. They'll either lower your limits. They'll ask you not to bet certain sports or they'll just kick you out. So what today's show is about is how to camouflage your bets. It's not enough to be a winning sports better. You have to hide the fact that you're winning sports better in order to do this for a long time. So we'll go over today an approach how you can camouflage your sports bets, how I camouflage my bets, and get around the idea of being kicked out or your limits being lowered. So before we get into kind of a checklist or my my things that you should look for, let's make this very clear that camouflaging bets does not mean making bad bets, okay? We're never, ever going to give one penny to those hypocritical thieves behind the counter, Okay. So, you know, camouflaging your bets, hiding from the books, that doesn't mean making a bad sports bet, you know, one time a week. That's not what that means. So a lot of people think, well, you're going to make a bad bet. You're going to make a losing bet. Never would we ever do that. And that's part of everything. We can camouflage bets while continuing to win. And that's what we'll talk about on today's show. Uh, My last kind of note here is books also don't care if you bet with the public. Okay. Sports books do not determine if you're a winning sports better based on what side you're on you realize most of the public in the SEC championship was on Georgia. You realize most of the public in the national championship of college football was on Alabama. That doesn't mean that if Alabama, or if you bet with Georgia in the SEC championship, and if you bet with Alabama in the national championship, that doesn't mean they go, oh, he was with the public, he's a square. They don't care about square sides and not. If you're winning that's not good for you, and that's good for the sports book. If you're losing, that's good for the sports book, not good for you. So really, it doesn't matter what side you're on. If every winning bet you're on is a sharp side, or if every winning bet you're on is a square side, that doesn't matter where the public money is at. All these books care about is, are you winning or are you losing? So keep that in mind. A lot of people think it matters if you're always on the square public side. Nah, not so much. Now, what does matter is if you're constantly winning at the very very opening price, that's a red flag. But generally over the long run, it doesn't matter if you're betting square sides or soft sides or whatever. If you're winning at a high clip and they think you're winning better, they will identify you as such public side or not, following the public money or not. So let's go to a checklist. These are certain things you can do to camouflage your money and still win in these sports books. Number 1, You can make parlays. Now, this may go against uh, you know the past what I've said about parlays, but today's show is for pros. Today's show is for advanced betters. It's Concept Wednesday for advanced betters. So I can assume that a lot of people listening to today's show are winning sports betters. And did you know that parlays actually can be profitable for winning betters? Okay, for me, if I find a good situation. I actually have the edge over a book making a parlay compared to the average sports better, where it's usually a terrible bet to make a parlay. Now, here's how the math of that works. I, as a pro, as a winning better, I'm going to go about 55% betting minus 110 long-term. Okay? Uh, Now, we're going to keep this really simple. If you've got any issues with these numbers, I really don't care. I'm trying to keep this math digestible, easy, and... Kind of you know easy to understand here. So sports books will pay plus two hundred and sixty for a two team parlay at minus one ten. Okay, two teams minus one ten. You parlay it. It's going to be around two hundred and sixty. So what that means is that the public or the average sports better needs a price of plus three hundred to break even. Okay, if you have anything less than plus 300, plus 290, plus 280, plus 270, plus 260, so on, that's a losing bet for the average better. If you make a two team parlay at minus 110, both teams minus 110, and you see plus 300 or better, make the parlay. It's break even or it's profitable. But the issue is for the average sports better, based on percentages and what the average person is going to go, the average better needs plus 300 to break even when it pays plus 260. Me, as a pro better hitting 55% long term, I need parlays to pay plus 230 for it to be profitable for me. Okay, think about that. I need parlays to play to pay plus 230. You or the public or whoever the public is needs parlays to play to pay plus 300. And what do they pay? Right in the middle, plus 260. Now you may say, "Well, why do you need plus two thirty, and why does the public need plus three hundred? How does that work out?" And it's all about winning percentage. If I'm going to win fifty-five percent of my bets, that means the chances of my of me hitting two bets in a row are about thirty point two five percent. Okay, so my chance, so I'm going to win that parlay thirty point two five percent of the time, compared to an average bettor who's going to win that twenty five percent of the time. So I win my parlays about 5% of the time more than the average sports bettor. And when I say I, I mean really any professional or anyone who bets profitably at about 55% clip. So I, so what that means is from a math point of view, every parlay I make where I identify it's a good parlay, I have, or any pro has about a 2.5% edge over the house, 2.5% advantage over the sports book. That's pretty, pretty major. Compared to the average sports better where the house has about a 2.8% edge over them. So think about that change. Just based on going 55% and not 50%, we can make profitable parlays that are actually good bets for us. And again, for me or any pro, a two-team parlay on average will have roughly a 2.5% edge. And any average sports better on a two-team minus 110 parlay they're going to have about a 2.8% edge against them. That's a big swing, and those numbers are pretty accurate. So what that means is if a pro better makes parlays, what they're doing is disguising a bad bet as a good bet. You see what I meant? How camouflaging bets doesn't mean you're making bad bets. You're not making bets that, that, that aren't going to win. It just seems like that to these bookies who will easily take any parlay, any teaser, hey, we will take any of that, smiling. So if you want to camouflage your bets a little bit better, make parlays that are profitable if you're a profitable sports better, Don't just make parlays as a a normal sports better. That's how you lose money at a much faster clip. But if you can, parlays are really a good way to camouflage your bets. And it's the same idea with teasers. The moment you walk up to a window and tell any sports, you know, ticket writer, I want to bet a two-team teaser, they're going to smile and write down whatever you want. Okay. So if you identify these teasers to be profitable and winning, it's still a good bet to make. Now, again, all of this is so nuanced. Okay. That's why we do a daily show. There's so much to talk about. But if you're saying right now, you know, well, Tyler, if you're a winning sports better, they can still identify your your winning parlays and they could still kick you out. That's true. Okay. They still could identify you as a winning sports better. And if you if you're winning with parlays or teasers, whatever, they'll still eventually nail you. This is just a way to prolong the time you have to bet at any given sports book. And it'll really, really help. If you can make some profitable parlays, that will really lengthen the leash at any sports book that you bet with. My next check mark here, and this is really important. This one, this next bullet point has gotten me into into more trouble than any other thing in my career. Arbitraging at the same sports book. So an arbitrage opportunity means you can make a bet on both sides of the same game and guarantee a profit. Sometimes we see this like in in, in the NHL, where if you get a, a game, that's supposed to be really close, and maybe it'll be on the average uh, sportsbook, minus 110 for each team. Well, as sports books start to take action and move, uh, you'll find some books that have team A plus 105 and team B plus 105, okay? So maybe this, maybe BetMGM is, has team A minus 115, team B plus 105. And then another sports book has team A uh, plus 105, team B minus 115. So what we can do is bet the plus 105 for each each team and guarantee a profit. That's what an arbitrage is. Well, where I've gotten into trouble in the past is doing that either before the game when lines move or during the game live on the same sports book. Uh, About a year ago, I was on BetMGM, and I had bet a two-team parlay in the second level of English soccer. Now, as you can imagine, the second level of English soccer doesn't get that much money. So when there's someone hammering the games, it's going to get attention. And what I did is made a two-team parlay with a uh, favorite double chance plus a half in the second game. And what I did was I ended up arbitraging it and taking the other team after my first leg of the two-team parlay one. So essentially, what I was doing is, in my uh, second division of English soccer bet, it didn't matter what happened, I was going to win a pretty healthy amount of money on both teams. Well, BetMGM noticed this, didn't take kindly to it, and immediately cut my limits for betting that sport. Okay? So that's how you're going to get into trouble is arbitraging or guaranteeing a profit on the same sports book. You've got to make sure that you're shopping around and you have other books to bet at, which brings me to my next point. Sign up at as many sports books as you you can, because the more books you have access to, the, the easier it is to arbitrage at different places, to find arbitrage opportunities, to hide your bets. Look, the more time... You spend winning at one sportsbook, the more the more likely it is they're going to catch you for beating them. If you have 30 different books to to bet at, you're you're not going to be spending that much time in the same sportsbooks all the time. You know, you're going to find many variations of bets, over/unders, spreads, everything by just using different books. So, sign up with as many sportsbooks as possible. That's going to help you just by definition avoid getting the magnifying glass put on you. And my last thing here, which is actually kind of funny how I stumbled into this one, I never used to do this, but now I do it all the time. And this is one of the easier ways to to camouflage your bets. Make your buddies stupid bets for you. Okay. You know your idiot friends who wanna who don't listen to this show, right? Who wanna make five, eight, ten team parlays all the time, just offer to make their bets on your on your sports book. I've done this several times cuz they just they'll just Venmo you the money, you know? It's like, "Hey, you want to make a a $20 18 parlay for me?" I'm always like, "Hell, yes I do. Venmo me that 20 bucks and let's make it." I'm not losing any money, but the books now think that I'm the kind of better that's going to bet an 18 <laughs> 18 parlay. That is extraordinarily beneficial. If you have friends who make those bets who are willing to to let you make the bets for them, do it start doing and by the way it's better for them because for my buddy who does this if he wins his bet his parlay i'll just venmo him right back and keep the money in my betting account so it works out for everybody involved and it's even good for them because hey you get your money immediately that's good and i make it seem like i'm the kind of better who would bet these things (laughs) you know so that's really not a bad way to camouflage your your bets actually because like i said earlier we don't want to make bad bets we're not going to give these motherfuckers a penny of our money. But if you have a friend who likes to make bad bets and give his money away, hey, just say, hey, hey, if you you want, I can go ahead and make that for you. Yeah, send me what you like. I'll make it. No, no, no problem, man. So, all right, once again, if you're going to camouflage your bets, make profitable parlays. Same thing with teasers. This is a really easy way to disguise bets. And I think this is changing. I think they're catching on with the idea that parlays can be profitable. But still, that's... Certainly not a bad way to camouflage your money. Uh, like I said, same thing with teasers. Also, avoid arbitraging at the same sportsbook. That's going to get you in a lot of trouble. Uh, next, sign up at as many sportsbooks as you can. You want to exploit many, many, many different books. So sign up, become a many, be a, a member of many different sportsbooks. That's going to help a lot. And then last here, make bets for your idiot friends. You know, if you got a buddy who likes to make ten team parlays, offer. Hey, I'll help you out. I'll make that for you. So all ways to camouflage your bets. Hopefully you don't have to run into the situation anytime soon. But hey, thought we'd do a show about it because it's certainly a big deal if you're winning better. So all right, good luck. Whatever you have going on today or tonight, we'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.